0: Welcome to the Continuous Delivery Podcast. My name is Zarar. I'm Kino. I'm Cheesy. I'm Chaba. Today's topic is how do we reduce bureaucracy on engineering teams, or whether we need to reduce bureaucracy on engineering. Maybe bureaucracy is something you really like. And kind of the motivation behind this topic comes from, um, you know, engineering is supposed to be a discipline where you sort of, you know, everybody puts their heads down and produces the best amount of work. As agile coaches, we always try to reduce waste. Uh, We always try to create sustainable teams, Uh, but eventually as the, you know, as teams progress and age, I guess, uh, collectively, bureaucracy tends to creep in and more process comes into the team, more approvals come into uh, the team's environment where more and more things are needed to get stuff done. And eventually sort of this friction comes along in delivering software that one day you kind of wake up and you go, oh my God, what used to take us like, two to three days to, two, to do now takes two weeks to do because of our because of our processes that we we ourselves created it's almost like you know slow creep of process it doesn't just happen one day it sort of accumulates over time and and kind of in this podcast we kind of want to talk tackle how do you avoid that situation what what are some of the things you keep in mind to make sure that you don't end up in a situation where your team has high bureaucracy, and extremely low uh, throughput. Uh, Let's start with uh, Hino on this one as he's first on the
1: docket. Okay, thanks. Um, Well, I think we first got to look where that comes from. Where does that bureaucracy come from that you're referring to? And based on the examples that you gave, it it almost sounds like the team has stopped um, challenging themselves. The team has stopped looking at how they can improve and they – just start or continue to work with certain practices, uh, introducing certain checks and so forth, uh, introducing certain activities that made sense at one point but have stopped making sense and now they're just doing it because they they used to they, they did this all the time so while I, you were explaining the uh, the topic and I was trying to figure out well what am I going to say about this thing i uh, I actually was reminded of um, of something related to um, to the objective, uh, the objective of why you're doing a certain practice or why you're doing a certain project. And I consider always two particular parameters when, you, when you're when you looking at those things. And that's one is the clarity of your objective. And two is the intentionality with which you are trying to achieve that thing. And I think it's especially the last piece that um, that is impacted when you start Using or when you start having an awful lot more bureaucracy, it's the intentionality of those practices is actually disappearing. We've done them for so long and we kind of forget why we're doing them. And suddenly we feel like we need to do them even though we don't really think about it anymore, why we're doing those things in the first place. So in in my opinion, it's really going back to uh, looking at what those practices are, why are they there, is the, uh, the context in which they were introduced still the same, and um, maybe we need to to do something to uh, um, to, to look back and, and challenge our ways of working. So it's really it's really all about that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Ch- Ch- Chava, I'll throw it over to you. But I mean, as you were talking, you know, uh, it reminded me of this team that had started with a definition of done, and they had a, they had, a, they, had a, they had a little routine where before every sprint started they used to check their definition of done to make sure that hey is this still relevant and in theory that sounds like a great idea right i mean let's make sure our dod is still relevant to what we are doing but that process of reviewing a definition of done became so routine so mundane that it just became like a like a check that you had to do when the dod never really got updated or anything it's just like okay everything is good and so on so chaba that's a that, that that's an example of uh, of what we're talking about here
2: yeah, I just I just always like to go back. I'm uh, um, old school to the to the manifesto, which which talks about people and interactions over processes and and tools, right? And, uh, and 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 I think I think this is a great reminder because because we tend to believe that that it's almost like our human brain tried to have this, this pattern matching machine. And we tend to believe that that all these things are the same. All these items that we work on it are very, very similar as a pattern. And it's coming from that from that from that production line kind of, kind, kind of, kind of ma- mindset and, and thinking where we just build and turn out features or, or user stories or whatever this team is working on. And they are all very similar, very the same. Hence, these processes are going to help us. But in reality, they are very, very heterogeneous. And, and 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 it's a and it puts an extra cognitive strain in a way on on the team to kind of think about these again and again and again so I, I can totally see why teams tend to kind of uh, uh con- kind of converge towards towards trying to build the process or trying to 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 create this and ultimately the bureaucracy will will creep in and it's it's extremely difficult you know to 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 not to not do that but that's that's exactly the the reason that, that that I think, as soon as we recognize the fact that we have to we have to give as much power to the team, and 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 this is what we talk about self-organization, right? To to figure those things out and give them the problems, and if they have challenges, and this is this is I think the key here, if they have challenges to solving these problems, then it, it's less of a routine and 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 so so the antidote for me about about bureaucracy is letting the teams figuring it out and 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 i hope that that's on the long term will will prevent these 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 slipping slipping into this into this routine or into this bureaucracy or process yeah so when
3: when i think about bureaucracy bureaucracy you know i i I see it coming in from potentially a lot of different directions but you know i mean it can come in from management it can come in from uh folks who own own the infrastructure you know wanting the uh, heavyweight deployment processes it can come in from product folks you know wanting to kind of control the team that you know and so on but 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 there. The motivation typically is always kind of the same, which is that we believe that by putting this bureaucracy in place, things are going to be safer. Things are going to run more smoothly. Right. And so those of us who've worked in continuous integration, though, what we found is that the bureaucracy over time actually tends to make things less safe. It tends to create handoffs. It tends to create, you know, checks that, that, that are manual and so on. And, and so, so my, my, what, I, what I would say, you know, back to your, one of your original questions there are when you kick things off, which is how do we work toward maybe not having this bureaucracy? And what I would suggest in this case is to always talk about alternatives to the bureaucracy, you know, talk about how the bureaucracy itself tends to introduce risk, even though that might be counter to what the folks who are, asking for this I've, I've seen you know uh i've been involved in many cases where there has been you know this discussion around well you we can't do that because the bureaucracy itself won't allow us you know the auditors won't allow this or or the security people won't allow this or whatever but what i have found is that setting down and having that conversation around you know hey well that, that's the old way of looking at it, but there are newer ways of looking at it in which we can achieve you know many of the same things and, and presenting that uh I've found that so often that's a way or a path out of some of the bureaucracy.
1: I've I've been in a, in situations where indeed um when we're starting up new teams or you're starting up new structure um that people have been used to those kinds of bureaucracies and, and, and indeed to your point, cheesy. Uh, who feel like if they have a handle, if they know exactly how things work, then things will run smoother. Uh, I always give them advice to um, to come up with a minimum viable bureaucracy. And to some to some degree, there is some structure that is required for for larger programs. But you want to keep this as lean as you possibly uh, need to. You want to make sure that each and every thing that you introduce. Um, Meeting that you introduce, or 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 activity that you require from your teams, that it at least has a purpose, and that people align on what that purpose is, and that for the time being, that's the best way to deal with uh, to achieve that particular purpose. Right? That might change over time as you um, get better, as you need to align less because you are aligned in mindset, and 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 you're you're able to uh, to isolate multiple teams. Uh, Isolate in a, in a sense that uh, that they're not dependent. I mean, so that might uh, reduce the bureaucracy even more. But in order, in the first place, to uh, uh, to get something going in a, in a little bit of a larger, in a little bit of a larger structure, you might require some of it, right? But always try to figure out what is the minimum viable bureaucracy that that I can get away with, right? That would uh, that would really help.
0: You know it's 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 funny because your minimum may be different than from somebody else's minimum. It's all contextual. And, that's absolutely. And 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 that's that's really uh, that's really the challenge that, that I find but I, but I love the idea. And you know Chaba you said something earlier which which kind of struck me which was we tend to apply generalized solutions to specific problems. So if a if a problem calls for A and B, we might end up with a, with a generalized solution which does A B C and D. So A and B might apply to the problem, but now the team has to do C and D every time to satisfy some one unique thing. So that's how I think waste creeps in. That's how the over-bureaucracy happens on teams. And next thing you know, you're overburdened with process.
2: Absolutely. And, and I, just, I just wanted to just go back a little bit to, to what Hino said about this minimum viable bureaucracy. I would like to expand it to into minimum viable structure. So start your team as small as possible and let the team dictate or ask who else we need it's a it's it's a very i know in especially larger organizations it's such a such a foreign concept because they try to 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 stab the team with everyone they possibly need to your point this is where you come in like if we think that we will need to build a b c d and e uh uh, they, they they will they will put in place all these people even though at the beginning of the project maybe we're just building a and b right and, uh, and, and so I would go minimum viable uh, structure, minimum viable practice. to, to This is, in, in a way, your, your, your bureaucracy. And let the team, again, self-organization, ask for improving that, pra- or changing those practices. Definition of that, my favorite, right? Start with the lead, because that's, that's a one piece of bureaucracy that sometimes t- teams take on. Honest to God, I yet to see a team who, tr- who, who can truly have a minimum and stick to it. And, I want to ask
0: you a question uh, specifically, is, is that yeah. uh, we, we tend to, in, in companies, sort of replicate solutions, right? So, for example, if you have a a project or a product that was done by one team, we say, oh, we have to develop another product. Why don't we use the same process that another team had, maybe in the same department or same and apply it here? Because that's our process. However, that process may be completely you know, not applicable to this team or the product, but our organizational muscle is that we. This is how we work. Therefore, this new team works that way. Is is that is that a particular source maybe for for some of the things we're talking about?
3: I'll, I'll just throw out two words: Spotify model. Right. I mean, so so I mean, we we have these ideas that here here's a pattern that's going to work in every single condition, even if it's not even a real pattern. You know, just something that somebody kind of took a piece here or there. Yeah, absolutely. That, 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 that is a problem. Um, you know, I, I think part of the root of, of some of these, these challenges also is, is I'm going to throw out a, a big word accountability, which is that, you know, we, we tend to spread accountability out amongst a lot of different folks, you know, uh, we have people who are accountable for ensuring that deployments work right, and people who are accountable for making sure that that the software works, and other people who are accountable for, you know, so on and so on, as as opposed to back what what uh what Chava said a little while ago, which is you know, where he was talking about self-organizing teams, you know, and, and taking on the responsibility, but also taking on the accountability, you know. So the whole modern world of, of continuous delivery, continuous deployment, and layer in this other buzzword, DevOps, which is kind of the same idea, is really about making the people who do the work accountable, you know, and and so on. Uh, the bureaucracy comes in place whenever somebody else has the accountability for what I'm doing as a, as a developer, for example, or has some form of that accountability such that they feel like they can impose, uh, you know, steps, Processes, checks, whatever uh, on me, and so so. Anyway, I, I think getting back to the root where you know developers are responsible for delivering the idea that our product folks have, and delivering it in a safe way, and delivering it rapidly. You know, and and let that accountability set there is is uh, the, the sure way to try to drive out bureaucracy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I want to marry the two. Like I, I want to take the idea of. Uh... Uh, s- separate accountability from separate teams and bureaucracy, because I believe that bureaucracy comes as a coordination cost for accountability. It's when you have so many people accountable, you need another structure over t- over on top of that to make sure that everyone's accountable and there are no gaps and everybody's doing what they, ca- you know, they- they're all doing their part properly. It's almost, you know, like you're coming back to Almost like a specialization, which we have talked about in a previous podcast, how specialization can yield waste. And here it, it seems like, you know, in what Jesus just said, it's almost bureaucratic
1: waste. Yeah, and then you get uh, you get into, as an outcome of a retrospective, yeah, we need to do a roles and responsibilities session, right? Because uh, everyone needs to know exactly what they're doing. Uh, oftentimes I find this to be imposed uh, by the outside, by leadership, right? And not necessarily uh, inside the squad. So uh, I think there's definitely some education required there from from leadership that they um that they that they really shouldn't care who does what within the squad that they really shouldn't know um what what an individual's responsibility is or who's to blame when uh when something goes wrong um I think it there's definitely some education required there so that the teams can you you said the um, cheesy at some point uh, we have to make those teams accountable i i i tend to want to turn that around and and say you have to allow those teams or enable those teams so that they can be accountable right because uh when we're telling them from the outside who needs to do what and that everyone needs to have a specific role and that there's a one particular person that uh, that will take care of a certain uh, a certain thing and is to blame for a certain thing, then you're actually not allowing them to um, to build that accountability in in the first place, right?
2: Can I just refine just one thing about accountability? I think the accountability is most powerful if it's accountability for the outcomes. And not mm-hmm. for the output, right? So I, I think when, when she talks about accountability, it's always about the outcomes because because just building widgets itself, again, it's yeah we, we are great building widgets, but how is that impacting our users, right? So 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 I, I think that's the other aspect where you guys have, when this system has this shared accountability, all they can track is outcomes. Sorry, all they can t- uh, track is output. They they there is there, there's no real way to track uh,
3: outcomes or to or, or or to strive for for outcomes. Mm-hmm. So so to make this quite practical, what what can somebody do if they find themselves in a place that has a lot of bureaucracy, you know, where there's all of these things being imposed on you from the outside? Uh, You know, we we believe in Agile, which which at its core has this idea of inspect and adapt, right? And so what we can start to do, and and I was just working with a team last week to do this, is whenever we have this bureaucracy that's imposed, and we think that there are better ways. Uh, and if it's imposed from the outside, what we can start to do is make, you know, a, a case for why we believe that a lighter weight approach or maybe a, an approach that has less bureaucracy will be safer or will be simpler, will be faster, whatever it is that, that the team believes. But we have to continue to try to shed this, this heavy weightness to try to move more toward lightweight uh, approaches.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to add there, if you have a practice, challenge it on a regular basis, whether that practice still makes sense, uh, challenge that it solves a real problem that you have. Uh, and if it doesn't get rid of it, if it doesn't do it well, improve it, but uh, challenge the practices that you have. Yeah. I'd say, I think it's very easy to add processes.
0: It's very difficult to remove them. So every time you are adding a rule to the team, I think you should have some sort of a norm which says we should also remove a a rule from the team because we can't just be adding rules and rules and rules. At some point, they'll just blend into just chaos. So I think taking something out when you add something in is something we can explicitly do. Um, the, the, The other thing is that we also tend to, again, back to Chava's point, is that Whenever we hit a problem, we try to solve because we're problem-solving. You know, engineers usually like to solve problems right away. They don't want to see waste. But whenever they encounter a problem, they apply a process right away. I'd say wait for a particular pattern to emerge before you solve it using a process. Uh, if if that if that pattern emerges, you know, four, five, six times, and it's similar in flavor, sure, maybe think about doing something doing something different. But don't prematurely solve the problem because you might be solving something very specific. And the next iteration of that problem is going to be, be worse for you because the process you involved did not really consider uh, what the next one, what the next challenge will
1: throw at you. Yeah, well, one, one more. Don't introduce a process to replace thinking. And I'm just going to leave it at
2: that. So, so I, I can I can go back again to all you guys what said about the um, about the um, uh, single accountability and and I would go back to the accountability of the team and and look for 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 those situations or or not even look for those situations but try to make sure that that there is really uh, everything can be decided by the team and in case there is always some kind of an approval or something needed. That a team to make this decision. Is there any way to 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 maybe slice off a piece of that decision or type of a decision and try to integrate it more and more in the team? The classic example is audit. We probably cannot put everything into the team to make a decision, but but perhaps we could help and automate something, right? So so then some some aspects get get kind of sliced out, and uh, so that would be, I think, the the reducing uh, bureaucracy is because. Teams are always together. They always, they always discuss these. They are very organic. Anytime a decision has to be made from the outside, that's always, always waste and always wait, wait times.
0: Well, on that uh, thought, we'll uh, end the podcast. Listener, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Continuous Pod on our LinkedIn group. And also, we now have a YouTube channel where this stuff is posted. So check us out there. The link is in the show notes. Uh, thank you to everybody. And we'll see you again next week. Goodbye.